0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Paychex Business Series Podcast. I'm your host, Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications, including Forbes and Entrepreneur. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner of a financial and technology management services company. I've teamed up with Paychex, the leading provider of human resources, payroll benefits and insurance services to bring you real life advice from real life business owners and industry experts. In this podcast, We'll talk about the complexities of running a small business and how business owners are handling the challenges that they face. Today, we've got a very, very special guest. It's Angie Hicks, who is the founder of Angie's List, which I'm sure you know if you're listening to this already. Angie's List, it's a, it's a U.S. home services website. And Angie, I hope I'm um, explaining your business as well. You, you founded it back in 1995, which was like... right. Yeah, like 150 years ago, it seems. <laughs> uh, and it's an online directory, right? It allows users to read and publish crowdsourced reviews of local businesses Correct. and contractors. I'm a, I'm a fan, and I'm a customer, and I'm thrilled to have you on. So thank you for joining
1: Oh, I thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the conversation.
0: So this conversation is about the coronavirus. As we are speaking right now, it is the first week of May. We're having this conversation, and um, the country is still very much in the throes of dealing with the coronavirus your site angie um i mean your pros as you call them right. are small businesses independent they, contractors that are providing services Is correct
1: they absolutely are and to, to give you perspective when i when i say small businesses i mean really small so you know 90 of the pros that you would find on angie's list or on our uh, sister site home advisor have twenty employees or less, and seventy-five percent of those pros have four people or less. So these are small, small businesses that are, you know, faced with unprecedented challenges right now.
0: How many pros do you have, uh, you know, on your, you know, that, that are that are providing services under an ng's List, approximately?
1: Sure. Uh, so we've got uh, across the the two brands, uh, we've got about two hundred fifty thousand that um, are participating on the site, but Angie's list has, you know, ratings on millions of companies.
0: Got it. Now, these are companies that, as you said, they can be very, very small or, you know, a little bit larger, 10, 15, 20, 20 people, but a lot of the work they're doing is performed in people's homes. Correct?
1: Correct. Correct. A lot.
0: That's, that's an issue during this pandemic. How, how have these businesses been dealing with that?
1: right that is one thing that i have been incredibly proud of how responsive these pros have been to the pandemic because you are exactly right they are in an industry that has been historically driven by face to face interaction being inside people's homes and you know they were they they were certainly uh, thrown a curveball here but i think a few things are important to keep in mind when you think about home services. You know, for one, you know, a lot of times these services are essential to maintaining our homes. So if you think about if I if my roof starts leaking or my furnace stops working, those aren't things that can be put off for weeks at a time. Those are things that need to be addressed now. So in that scenario, what we found across the country, a lot of the home services have been deemed as essential so that they could still be working during this time, but they still had to change how they do it, what they do it, and how they're responding to consumers' feelings about the pandemic. So there's been a lot of changes going on, which has been really interesting.
0: What kind of changes?
1: So what we found is nearly, you know, it was over 90% have made changes related to cleaning and sanitization and safety. So for example, whether it's adding extra sanitation, making sure that their employees wearing masks and gloves, uh, and things like that have been really important. I was talking to, uh, I was talking to a pro the other day who was even commenting that they would bring in disposable, uh, pens, writing pens in case you had to sign a contract that way, that way you weren't sharing that with anyone else either. So they're really thinking about how to to tackle that need for safety because it's important for both their customers as well as, as well as their employees.
0: So, You've been doing this for a while. You have dealt with many, many very small businesses, um, and you've seen good ones, and you've seen some not-so-good ones. Um, if you, right now, Angie, were running one of these companies, say you did some type of home services business, whatever it was, what, I, I mean, put yourself in there, so what, what would you be doing to navigate your way through this?
1: Well, I think it's a time when we all have to think about how we're going to change our business. You know, this pandemic could change the way we do business, period. So don't think about things as just a, how do I get through these next few weeks? You know, the real smart ones are thinking about how do I evolve my business? Because some of these feelings might exist long after COVID, right? Uh, and how can I make my business better? So I come out on the other side stronger. So a couple of the things that I'm seeing from the pros would be one, um, their adoption of technology. You know, I think this was an industry that was very much, you know, word of mouth, paper and pencil, you know, very old school kind of approach a lot of ways, you know, they're starting to think about how can I make my business more efficient and at the same time, be responsive to the customer's demands. So in our recent survey, we found that 40% of pros have started using video chat. You know, I mean, video chat's been around for a long time, whether you're using, you know, FaceTime or the like you know, but they're starting to use it to have those initial conversations to go through estimates. And the interesting thing is I was talking to pros was they realized how much time they spend driving from place to place Hmm. to give estimates. If they can eliminate and drive efficiency through that element right now, because it's important to the consumer, it might actually turn out to be something that drives efficiency in their business over the long term.
0: Any other types of technologies you think these guys could be using? My experience with home—we I, I, I recently had some plumbing work done in our house from a family-owned firm. You know, when the work was done, I had to sign a work order and right. pay by check. Write a check.
1: Exactly. And I, I
0: literally felt like I was going back to 1975. Um right. You know, are you seeing that change? And are you? And is that happening? Absolutely. An
1: and I think a lot of consumers are, are asking for that. So a lot more digital payments are happening now. Uh, you know, so you see a lot of more pros using tools or invoicing tools where you can pay online, uh, which is great. I mean, again, these are important things that for them to adopt because it allows them to get paid easier, quicker, <laughs> you know, less friction. Uh, so likely to be something that will stick around. So we are seeing that, and in fact, um, on the, our Home Advisor brand, we actually just rolled out a Home Advisor-specific digital payment tool, so you can pay right through the Home Advisor app as a consumer. So, you know, really looking at ways that we can be responsive on that front and be supportive, because you know, digital payments is a thing of the you know, it's a, it's a thing of the now and of the future, and you know, this is just one more incentive for them to adopt.
0: Fair enough. Again, working with these companies for a long time and, and again, since you started the company in 95, you've been through your share of recessions and economic downturns, you know. How does this compare to others in the past or does it?
1: I mean, I think it's interesting. So when I when I've looked over the years, and you're right, I've been through, you know, the 2008 housing crisis, you know, been been through a number of turns. I think the one thing that's important for us all to keep in mind when it comes to home improvement and housing is that for most Americans, our house is our number one asset, Uh, you know, so through good times and bad, we want to make sure that we're protecting that asset. So, you know, what we, what we saw in 2008, um, during that recession, for example, is, it's not that people aren't spending, it's that they're spending differently. So instead of saying, gosh, um, I want to put in a brand new kitchen this year, they might be saying, you know what, I can't afford a surprise. So I'm going to make sure I am ahead of the game on all of my maintenance and repairs because I want to take care of the things that I have. So, you know, whether it's making sure you're getting your furnace and air conditioning tuned up uh, to making sure you're cleaning your gutters so you don't have a flooded basement, you know, at recessionary times, you end up at a point where you're thinking, gosh, I can't afford a surprise and I don't want one. Uh, So it doesn't mean that Business doesn't happen. Lots of businesses actually happen. It's just the type of demand shifts.
0: That's great. Boy, I have some other questions that I wanted on that same topic. Uh, let me throw this out to you as well. I mean, if if I'm in the business right now, a lot of people are are just trying to survive. But uh, you know, the the smarter people that I know that have been doing this for a while, they look ahead six months to twelve months. You know, and so let me ask you that: if you know, looking ahead six or twelve months, what what opportunities do you think? There are for the service business. Yeah, um, yeah. particularly, you know, post-pandemic. Sure,
1: sure. I mean, I think, you know, I think we're going to see a world that potentially just kind of looks different post pandemic, right? You know, everybody's working out of their homes or going to school out of our homes. We're doing a lot of things out of our homes right now. It might start to make us think differently about what we want in our homes. You know, so if you're holding your Zoom calls. Um, in a closet, (laughs) because that was a spot you could find that was quiet in your house with a cool Zoom background. Um, You you know, you might say, you know what, we don't need one office, we need two in our house. Maybe we don't need a dining room. You know, it it actually might make us think long term differently about our space. I mean, I was talking to a company, uh, they did exterior work, and they do roofing, siding, and decks. And what was interesting to them was where they were seeing their spike in demand was on decks. So, you know, it's kind of like, oh, people didn't get to go on spring break like they might have wanted to this year. And if they think they're going to be spending summer break, summer vacation at home, they might be rethinking how they have, you know, their family space at their home. And that might turn into something like, you know what, I'm going to take that those dollars and reinvest in a different way.
0: You know, it's like what you're saying is that we're, the, the smarter providers, the smarter business owners are going to be looking at where we are now, where we're going and adapting and changing, right? Right, Um, right. Because this is not the way it was a year ago and people are still going to have need for home services, but a different type of home service. There are going to be some companies though, Angie, that are going to fail and you will have Mm -hmm. some of your pros that are not going to be around after this. And you're going to have plenty of your pros, most of them, I hope, that will be around, you know, that right. will navigate their way through and they will succeed and even grow. Why do you think that is? In other words, why do you think some of your pros will succeed despite this? And why do you think some aren't going to make it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to a couple of things. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, kind of, how are you thinking and, and, getting ahead of things like we talked about? Are you able to look six months down the road? I think that stuff actually matters. But, you know, I go back to what we talked about at the very beginning. I mean, these are tiny businesses. These aren't companies that have a strategy guy sitting there (laughs) thinking about where they should be heading. You know, these are, you know, painters and plumbers and electricians that, you know, on a great day, they're spending all of their time painting, doing electrical work (laughs) and plumbing, Uh, you know, so they don't have that admin front office team that's actually strategizing, which is, you know, one of the reasons that we spent a lot of time um, as Angie's List and home advisor thinking about how can we support and advocate on these pros behalf because they need a voice. And that's why it was important for us to make sure that they were being included and had an equal chance at getting the SBA loans that were going out, for example, because these aren't big companies with, you know, big established banking relationships that they could go pull on. We needed to make sure these, you know, mom and pop companies could take advantage of those, uh, you know, because honestly for some of these pros, you know, they, they are cash flow business. And so your question is the ones that survive and the ones that don't, you know, those, you know, those, those loans from the SBA could mean, you know, the difference of them making it through a few weeks where they may not have any inflows coming in. And, you know, because a few weeks could make the difference between them being in business or deciding to do something else.
0: Fair enough. Um, Angie, that was great. Thank you very much for your time. This was, I've been speaking with Angie Hicks, who's the founder of Angie's List at angieslist.com. For more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paycheck COVID-19 Help Center. The address is paychecks.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. My name is Gene Marks. Again, Angie, thank you. Thanks Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will see you next time.
1: This podcast is Property of Paychecks, Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.